you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. And today, my guest is Brian Grin. Is that the right way? Yeah, that's correct. I asked you that before. (laughs) (laughs) And Brian is an intermittent fasting expert, wellness coach, author, human movement specialist, and host of the Get Lean, Eat Lean. No, sorry. Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. Be better if I could read, huh? What began for Brian as a personal exploration into fasting has turned into a thriving business, helping middle-aged men make intermittent fasting simple and doable. And through his Integrative Institute of Nutrition Education and 10 years of group training and coaching, Brian learned that eating is integral in helping the body heal itself. And all it takes are some small daily changes to make the biggest impact. And Brian also developed a program that focuses on nutrition, meal timing, stress management, sleeping like a superhero, which I think we all could probably use help with that, (laughs) and micro workouts. And that is called the Fat Burner Blueprint Program. Yep. Sounds like you've been very busy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been fun. It's been a fun journey. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. So uh, let me ask you just one simple question at the beginning, which mm-hmm. is, um, it sounds like you have primarily been focused on men, or have you expanded to include women now? Or is is a lot of what you're saying, obviously, not all necessarily, right, be applicable for women as well as as men, just so people know, starting out? Yeah, I mean, predominantly, I've been working with men, but I, mm-hmm. I have clients that that were women. And um, so I think it it can it can go either way, but, uh, you know, I would say the fat burner blueprint for the most part, although I just actually just talked to a woman today regarding it. So it's, it, it, it's not open to just males, but that just seems where, I don't know, maybe I can relate more with them, um, uh-huh. than women or, or but... vice versa. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. I was just curious because there are other physical things right in right. life that only apply to women or only apply to men and maybe the way that women react to something in a particular you know some particular area might be totally different than how um men mm-hmm. would so yeah um, no doubt about it yeah yeah so that was that was kind of where i was coming from that that people need to um in listening to our conversation they need mm-hmm. to kind of keep that in mind and don't go running off if we're talking about one or the other and yeah, and I, I say, think, oh yeah, yeah, that's for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when it comes to a lot, probably 90% of the things that mm-hmm. I talk about, it's probably applicable for both men and women, but you know, there are hom- hormonal differences and yeah. things that uh, women have to take into account that men don't. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's true. That's true. And especially in the age group, 
that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, definitely Great. on that. But so tell us a little bit about how you kind of ended up in this in this niche. I've, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I've been in the health and fitness arena for like over 20 years and mm. um, I started doing it for myself and then started coaching others really yeah. uh, both in weight training and then got into more of the nutrition end of things. Mm -hmm. I actually got into fasting from a client of mine who actually had on my podcast um, and uh, she wow. was, yeah, she was pre-diabetic and trying everything and she got into fasting and then she had such great results. All her numbers came back to normal. Um, and I was like, Oh, I, I want to learn about fasting. The only thing I knew about fasting was, you know, through like different religions and things like that. I didn't know much about using it as a, perhaps as a tool for obviously for weight loss or inflammation and things mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, I just dove right in and started, you know, at the time I was, well, now I'm in my forties, I'm 41, but at the time yeah. I was in my thirties and you know, it's like when I feel like when you get in your thirties, forties and, and up, you're, you're always trying to get, get back what you used to have <laughs> back when you were younger. And so I, I was sort of going through that because I was working out hard and doing things I thought the right way, but I needed mm -hmm. to sort of take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, so that's what got me into fasting and I started doing it myself. And then I was like, wow, I'm getting such great results. I would love to just teach others about it. And uh -huh. yeah, I just, that sort of spurred me. So my, one of my clients really was the one that spurred me to, you know, get into the hmm. journal and the certification and things like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So is, is fasting kind of the basis on which all of your other things are built off of? Yes, I would say I, I, it's, it's evolved a bit over time now. And hmm. I created like this fat burner blueprint where fasting is definitely a part of it, but it's not everything because hmm. as we know, if you're, you know, like we talked about, if you're not sleeping right, you know, if you have yeah. a lot of stress, I don't care, you know, then, you know, fasting is a stressor. And if you're not getting those That's other right. things, you probably shouldn't fast. So uh, I point. think it, I, yeah, I think it, I think it depends. And it is a, one of the, like the cornerstones that I like to use mm -hmm. when I work with people, but I think we have to get these other pillars correct before we get into mm. um, implementing fasting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so then do you also um, do you also work with people on, um, physical routine? Yeah. I don't want to say routine, yeah. it's just fitness, not the right or, thing, or, fitness. You know, yeah. I, I think the goal is just to build overall strength. Okay. Um, there's so much out there research wise about, um, you know, building muscle, how important mm -hmm. it is for longevity and mm -hmm. just overall health. Um, and so I call it like an activity upgrade. And, um, I started working with, um, I've had him on my podcast a few times. It's called the next three bar and it's a, hmm. it's, it's a resistance training bar. It's variable resistance. So it's, oh. it's, it's not actually weights. I lifted weights. I've been lifting weights for 20 years. And yeah. when the whole COVID quarantine hit, I was like, well, I got to find something that's I can do, uh, in the house and doesn't take up a lot of room. Yeah. And so started implementing that in my own life, which I like to do. I like to try things on myself first before yeah. I start using them with others. So, um, yeah, it's, it's resistant bands. There's a ground plate uh, and an Olympic bar. That's, I don't know, say a couple feet long. And uh -huh. I've just been using that on myself and my clients and in this system. And it's, I like it. Cause, um, I don't know if you're familiar with like variable resistance. Um, but mm -hmm. it, let's just say you're lifting a weight and let's just say you're lifting a weight above your head. 
a normal 10 pound weight. Well, it's 10 pounds all the way up is from, mm-hmm. from here to there. It doesn't matter. And then you, you extend your arm all the way. Well, variable resistance, if this was a band and it was attached to the ground and I was mm-hmm. pulling up and I know if people aren't watching this on YouTube or, um, is this going on YouTube or not? Uh, it may. Yeah. It may. Okay. Yeah, actually it does. Yeah. The interview, the, the videos go on, the video. on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess the, the whole, the whole, um, premise behind variable resistance is the stronger you get, the harder mm-hmm. it gets. Okay. Okay. So the further you pull on the right. band or push, which makes Let's say sense. you're pushing okay. up above your head, the band mm-hmm. is getting tighter and it's getting more difficult, but you're also right. getting stronger because your arms only almost fully extended. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So that's just the idea. I I think people can imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot easier on your joints and it just Uh makes sense because we're all built on a strength curve. We're, we're stronger in different, um, in different areas and in, in different, um, you know, where we're holding the weight, we're stronger Mm -hmm. as a, Mm -hmm. you know, so anyways, yeah. Interesting. And so, yeah, so I, yeah, to answer your question. Yeah. So uh, it is a combination of strength training, you know, sleep, stress, nutrition, mm. meal timing, and, you know, fasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's, that's interesting. I'll have to find out more about that, that uh, <laughs> yeah. resistance thing from you afterwards. I know. I always, <laughs> I always say I've had him on the, I've had, I've had the owner on the podcast a couple of times. I should ah. be, have, they should be a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I talk, exactly. I, right. I talk about them enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, I, I used to do, I, in fact, I do, I have a couple of just the regular resistance bands because oh, that's yeah. what I needed to, for my, for your rehab, on your for, shoulder. My, yeah, for my rehab. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So that, that I have, but, um, it sounds like what you're, you're talking about is a little more professional. Isn't the right word, but a mm-hmm. little more effective, efficient, and t- yeah, then tying it know, around a doorknob, which is what I do. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. There, yeah. Excuse me. There's a ground plate, which oh, it, okay. it, it comes with a ground plate. So you actually put it under there and you have to step on it so it doesn't go anywhere. Uh, oh, perfect. And okay. then there's a bar because mm-hmm. holding the bands in your hands can be, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, they can pull on your hands and it yep. could be. Yep. Yeah. So there is like a, maybe yeah. a two foot Olympic bar. Oh, okay. so, yeah, it's well, pretty that sounds, cool. That, yeah, yeah, no, it sounds good. That sounds good. So, okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit about when you um, do start coaching somebody? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are the type, kinds of things that you look for? What are the, the um, yeah. you know, because I'm sure you have, I'm sure it's a little different for everybody, obviously, because we're all different. But right. there's probably a kind of a process that you go through with people. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, it's, I pretty much, it's about a six step process, but the first Uh process step is, um, just setting a baseline, finding out where they're at. Obviously you can't, you don't know where you're going unless you know where you're starting from, you know? So we sort of set a baseline and we get crystal clear on, on also what that person, what the person's individual reasons for doing either Mm -hmm. looking getting more energy or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they want to play with their kids or they want to have, you know, they be able to uh, play with their grandkids, you know, mm-hmm. you got to really mm-hmm. sort of dig and, and, and find like the reasons why, and also figure out where they're at right now. So you do sort of like this full baseline assess mm. assessment. Yeah. A lot of times I like to use what's called a DEXA scan with a lot of individuals and the DEXA oh. scan. Yeah. It's just a way to measure 
body fat composition, mm-hmm. uh, bone mass, uh, a lot of other measures, but just sort of gives you where you're starting from, um, at least where your body's starting from. Yeah. And then, and then, um, you know, also just building from there. And then from there, we just try to find, identify like the, the major culprits or like those low hanging mm-hmm. fruits that make mm-hmm. the biggest impact. Cause we all have those yeah. probably one or two, or maybe three things that get in yeah. our way when it comes to our health and nutrition goals. And so identifying those right off the bat, uh, mm-hmm. is really important. So you can get, you know, it's all about creating small wins. And so yeah. I think it's just important to to do that right off the bat. Cause then, you, you know, you just build momentum from there. Mm-hmm. No, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, and then, um, do you end up doing intermittent fasting with, with most of your clients or how does I, that? Yeah, work? for sure. Some form or the other, right? Cause okay. I mean, we're all fasting to some degree, unless you're getting up in the middle of the night and eating. <laughs> some people do. That's not, yes. not advised, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. I wouldn't advise that. Um, but yeah, so we do, we do eventually get into some form of fasting. I think most uh-huh. importantly, before you get into that is, you know, having, if you're having five meals, maybe cut that down to three, mm. <laughs> you know, and, and maybe when I say five meals, that's three meals and two snacks. Mm. Um, so I would say, yes, we start that way, improving the, the time between meals um, to a point where it's at least three to four hours and, and we're not mm. snacking all the time. And then once they get that down, you know, then we'll also um, see, you know, what they're eating as well is important. Um, but, mm. you know, some people do better with higher carbs, lower carbs, it just depends. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but mainly we prioritize protein and, um, and, and healthy fats. And then, you know, depending on the individual, you know, uh, we'll sort of tweak where they're at as far as their carbs are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but from there, once we get wrap our arms around that, then typically we'll start getting into maybe some type of fasting, um, and, uh, depending on their goals. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So when you say um, protein, you know, there's, there's so many um, discussions, we'll put it that way, conversations <laughs> yeah. with different people about protein and the different kinds of protein, mm. not to mention more or less protein, right? Right. Um, so kind of where, where do you fall on, you know, where do you land on, on, those? on the spectrum of protein, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. You know, I, I gotta say, I think I've, I've, uh, the, the more I've done podcasting and interviewed other individuals Uh around this topic and for myself, especially someone that's trying to build muscle and also Mm -hmm. someone that's even getting older, I mean, you know, in their fifties and sixties, it's actually more that more beneficial to get more Mm -hmm. protein because a lot of times you don't, you don't always absorb everything you eat. Um, and you know, protein is satiating. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, if you're, you know, as far as types of protein, uh, I mean, I used to actually not, I used to be more of like a pescatarian. Uh-huh. I've shifted more to eating nutrient dense, you know, nose to tail eating. Okay. Um, uh-huh. yeah, you know, it's just, if you're, if you want the best bang for your buck, I think that eating, uh, an- the animal proteins are, are the best bang for your buck as far as mm-hmm. just like all the nutrients and, um, the high bioavailability of that protein um, uh-huh. com- compared to maybe yeah. a veg- a veggie protein. So yeah. not to say that you can't, 
you can't, you know, if you're a vegetarian, you can find ways you might have to supplement maybe a little bit more here and there, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. might, there might be, you know, deficiencies perhaps in mm-hmm. iron or B12 or things like that. But I just think if, if, if you're taking a clean slate, I would focus on those nutrient dense nose to tail. Like I've, you know, I eat liver, um, you know, heart, um, and then, you know, I'll, I'll get, you know, and I'll do either wild fish or, mm-hmm. um, you know, wild caught fish and shellfish and eggs, you know, I think those are all good places to, to get your protein from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and I would tend to agree with you too. I mean, there's more and more research coming out that as we get older, we, we need more protein yes. <clears throat> and, and it's not really even just protein you know, because we just, none of our bodies just don't do anything as well as it used to. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. In any in any area, I don't care right. which area you talk about, <laughs> except maybe putting fat on. But um, <laughs> yes, I I agree. I think you have to be maybe that much more conscious as you get older, mm-hmm. and be that more exact when it comes to eating because it's that much di- more difficult to get results and to get and to get optimal, you know, longevity and just feeling good, feeling mm-hmm. great. That's not to say you can't feel great and perform when you're in their fifties, sixties and beyond it's doable. You just got to work that much harder. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just be more, I think, I think it's a level of awareness, right? You know, um, I mean, and it's never, and it's never too late. I mean, I, I I see mm -hmm. it all the time. I mean, people, you know, yeah, Mm -hmm. they might let themselves go and it's like, so you let yourself go. So start tomorrow and change and and, and make those changes. If you really want to, um, it's never too late. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I would, I would tend to agree. I think it's, um, yeah, I think that a lot of times when people, as people get older, they do start thinking to themselves, oh, I'm, oh, I'm old, mm-hmm. therefore, right. Da, 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 right. And, um, and I think it really is just a, a state of mind. It's a state of mind. And also who are you surrounding yourself with? Very true. Yeah. Very true. Especially, especially these days, I think with COVID, you know, with all the, not necessarily just the, the disease, I'm not, but you know, right. the, what else is going on in the world and in our lives. And, and I think sometimes people just kind of go, what it take, do whatever's easiest. Yeah. Instead of realizing how much better they're going to feel. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, yeah. Surrounding yourself with healthy, positive people can yeah. go, a lot, go a long way. Yeah. Well, especially, you know, since going to a gym is so difficult these days. I mean, I, I know where I am, the gym I went to, the gym my husband went to are both closed. There are a couple of others around, but, right. you know, kind of at our age, we're kind of like, hey, do we really want to go into a gym? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, well, you know, uh, if anything, this the whole COVID, um, you know, the whole pandemic thing, if anything, hopefully mm-hmm. that'll wait awake people up and realize yeah. that, you know, all you can do is take care of yourself and try to be as healthy as possible, because we know you'll have a, you know, it, don't rely on anyone else or the government or this or that. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, take your health into your own hands and, uh, you know, don't wait for the magic shot or pill or whatever. Right. Oh no, exactly. Exactly. But then again, don't shy away from some of the things that are out there besides right. that, that can help you. They, they're not going to, you know, <clears throat> there is no such thing as a magic pill. So, yeah, that's but there sure. are things that are useful. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Um, so what you have on your on your uh, your one page thing here about hormetic stressors? Oh yeah, we talk okay. about that a little bit. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, hormetic stressors are you know um, things that we've already actually talked a little bit about. Like fasting hmm. is a stressor on the body. Oh, okay. Yeah. So sense. yeah, um, the one thing you want to avoid is chronic stress, but acute stressors such as fasting such as, um, working out is a stressor. Um, mm-hmm. uh, cold therapy would be like cold mm-hmm. showers or, cr- uh. or like cryotherapy or even going in like a hot plunge tub <laughs> or I'm sorry, <laughs> a, col- a cold a plunge. Cold. Okay. Yeah. I do cold plunging. Um, uh-huh. I do cold plunging and it's like a game changer. If, if you've never done any type of like cold therapy, I definitely recommend it just for like inflammation um, uh-huh. food, mental clarity, even help with sleep and just recovery from working out. Um, you could do this with cold showers. I, I actually bought, I bought a cold plunge that I go in. Uh-huh. Um, you want to talk about feeling like you're a new person <laughs> going through that. Uh, <laughs> and you don't need to be in it long. And then you can, you know, yeah. if, if possible, you know, saunas are, you know, so uh-huh. cold, you got contrast therapy, you got cold therapy and hot therapy. And, um, yeah, you can, you don't have to buy like an infrared sauna, but they have like, I know there's companies that come up with like these infrared plates that you can use because, hmm. you know, infrared is, first of all, sweating is great, right? Sweating yeah. is like your, first of all, your skin's like your biggest organ yes. and just to detox and sweat and eliminate these toxins that can build up over time is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, infrared has been, has been great. I actually do infrared and I do cold therapy. Um, and the infrared's great again, removal of toxins mm-hmm. help with muscle relaxation can even and help improve <clears throat> immune function and make you, you look younger. It's great for your skin. Huh. Um, yeah, it helps me sleep. Uh, but, and so, yeah, it, I'm, I'm a big fan of hormetic stressors. I think that anytime you can get a little bit out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. um, and challenge yourself in these ways, um, can prove beneficial. No, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think just the thought of, of either one of them just. <laughs> well, you know, it, Hey, you got to start somewhere, right? I mean, I would, oh, I, I, would say, I would say if you've never done either at the end of um, your shower, just put it on yeah. for 10 seconds. Yeah. As cold as it goes. Yeah. And just yeah. breathe through it. And the more you do it, and honestly, this is the, you know, I go in it, I go in the cold plunge and it's 48, what I think I have it set at 48 degrees. Um, Mm -hmm. and you just get better and better at it, you know? Yeah. I had, God, many, 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 many years ago, I had tried it at one of the gyms that I was in and boy, I just, you know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't even work up. I couldn't even work up. It was really, it was actually pretty funny. But, um, yeah, I just kind of went, okay, not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like really hot weather or super cold weather. Mm. It's just, yeah, I can't, uh, I think, I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. So you have some other really interesting things here. You have, um, but what are the hormonal benefits of intermittent fasting? Yeah. So, um, there's a few, I mean, one of the things that's differentiates fasting from, let's just say 
even if you're eating all day and you're, you're restricting mm-hmm. your calories is, you know, when you, when you abstain from food, you turn on mm-hmm. your counter regulatory hormones and, um, hormones such as, um, nor, noradrenaline mm-hmm. switch on, you know, and, and essentially also let's see what else, um, autophagy is a benefit mm-hmm. of, of, um, fasting, you know, cell cleansing. Um, and you know, there's been studies shown that growth, growth hormone can get increased mm-hmm. from, um, abstaining from food, you know, uh-huh. decrease in inflammation, um, learning how your body can potentially get into ketosis, which is, yeah. can be protective right. and anti-inflammatory and helpful even for brain health. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, you know, the thing is people, are fearful of it. But I think if you start mm-hmm. slow and just, you know, you gotta, you gotta work mm-hmm. your fasting mu- muscle, just like yeah. you know, you, you, if you never worked out, you wouldn't just go do an, a two hour, you know, At least I would hope not. Yeah. Workout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it, there, it, it, it can do a lot of different things and I, and, and, um, you know, adrenaline growth hormone and, you know, clear thinking is huge. Mm-hmm. I just did, I just did a, yeah. a two day fast and, you know, I could have, I mean, I felt so mentally sharp, you know, it's amazing how much energy wow. your body takes from just digesting food. Uh-huh, um, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. So are the kind of, um, cause I know there's a lot of different kinds of intermittent fasting mm-hmm. programs. Yeah. Right. So I know at, at one point, a number of years ago, I had tried doing like the paleo one. Okay. Well, paleo, um, yeah. Paleo is a type of eating, but you can, yeah. that's, you know, the, yeah. the nice thing about but it fast, was the, yeah, it was the, um, Oh, uh, like 16, eight or something. That's like yeah. the, the one that you hear most of, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, the nice thing about fasting is it doesn't matter what camp you ride in as far as what to, where you're eating. If you're paleo, if you're okay. carnivore, if you're vegetarian, yeah. if you're pescatarian, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, intermittent fasting is all about just, um, shrinking down when you're eating those foods to yeah. a certain time period. And, yeah. and there is research around, you know, circadian rhythm and mm. eating when it's light out. I think, if, I think that's a good place to start. You know um, it's tough here in Chicago it gets dark so early, but uh, you know, so you don't want to be eating too late into the night. Um, yeah. So, uh, but either way, yeah. Fasting can be implemented if you're doing paleo, keto, mm-hmm. carnivore, vegetarian, that's the great thing about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, what is the, what is the, just the number of hours kind of that you, that you like? What's that? Yeah, I mean, it's changed through the years, and mm. um, I started out, and it was probably like I'd probably be fasting for maybe twelve to fourteen hours, and then it's mm-hmm. gone to sixteen. You know, now I'd say on average, and you know, you're taking advantage of the overnight sleep, so that's let's just say eight hours right there. So. Mm-hmm you know, let's say you stop eating at my goal right now is I usually I'm done eating at six 30 mm. typically on, you know, when I'm at home, I'm done eating at six 30. Mm-hmm. And then I usually break my fast the next day, um, probably around two. So mm. it's about 20 okay. hours. Yeah. Is my, wow. yeah. And then I have two meals within, you know, that four or five hour range. Wow. Um, interesting. Okay. And I mix it up. There are days where I feel like I want to Maybe I'm doing more activities and I'm, and there's days where I might, you know, mm-hmm. break my fast earlier. And there's other days where I just 
have one meal at the end of the day and then I'm done. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think, I think that's the goal is just to be flexible and be able yeah. to sort of dictate when you want to eat, as opposed to just looking at the clock, like most people do. They say, Oh, it's noon. I should eat lunch. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Or, or the, or the, my stomach's growling and then they look at the clock. Oh, it's, now it's lunchtime. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think, I think what's one big thing is like to sort of sit in hunger a little bit, mm. you know, cause those waves will, you know, that's proven mm-hmm. those hunger waves will come and go. So okay. I used to not be like that. I used to, you know, any inkling of hunger, I used to go grab a bar, you know, a kind wow. bar or you, na- yeah. you name it. And, and, but once you get into fasting, you sort of start to, become more intuitive into what true hunger is and what it isn't. And, um, realizing that, you know, hunger is okay. You're not, people think like, like, Oh, I'm starving myself. Trust me. You're not (laughs) starving yourself. Your body can go many, 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 many days without eating. Yeah. I would just advise people obviously to get, if they've never done it to get, you know, someone to help them and coach them through it. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, it's obviously if you're obviously pregnant and things like this, breastfeeding and, yeah. mm, um, and you're on different. a lot of medications, you should, you should definitely get, get approval before you start doing it, but mm-hmm. you can start really slow, you know? So, um, that's what I would advise. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And, and if, if nothing else, even then just, you know, just go find a book Yeah, that'll give yeah. you the diet and give you the, you know. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Yeah, like I came out with this simpler intermittent fasting journal. Oh, uh huh. Yep. And and that's you know that right there. I mean, whatever. It's a ten dollar guide. Yeah. And takes you through twenty one days of implementing fasting and you know anything. There's obviously there's apps out there. You know what you got to find what works for you. But uh huh. Yeah, that's a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, I would think so because I think it's the kind of thing that you really don't want to just kind of run off and do on your own without some kind of reference. Yeah, I would agree. You know, do you maybe find someone to do it with or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. get or some someone guidance. at least to talk to or something about it. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I wouldn't even if, you know, there's people that I wouldn't talk to people who aren't going to be supportive because a mm. lot of people just, yeah, they hear it and they think that it's just not, you know, starvation or whatever they want to think, you know, right. And, you got to surround yourself with people that are going to support you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and especially, you know, if you look at what you're already doing, Mm -hmm. most people, as you say, most people are, are doing probably plus or minus 10 hours now. Yeah. Um, And you hope so. I mean, I think, yeah, I, I, I think uh, two, two rule, one, one big rule of thumb for, for people starting out is just don't eat right when you get up. And don't eat close to bedtime. I think those are like two good ways to sort of start. So pick mm-hmm. a time you want to finish and close the kitchen. Let's say it's seven o'clock and finish and find a time, not right away. Let's say you get up at seven the next morning uh-huh. um, at seven 30, you don't need to be eating. I would give yourself a little bit of time to give that first meal and, um, and naturally get up and uh, you know, it's it. Cause if you start right away, it's just going to lead to more and more hunger right. throughout the day and, and snacking and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I know my husband and I get up, I get up a little earlier than he does, but, and then, you know, we go out for a walk and, and mm-hmm. come back and that's nice. It's, 
It's great. I, wow. Walking is such a great, like small little thing. And you think it's like nothing, but it can go a long way walking, even walking after meals just to help yeah. with, um, blood sugar regulation and digestion uh-huh. is, is really, is really a, okay. a great okay. health hack. Yeah. 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 We most, we mostly go beforehand, although today we did go afterwards. It was afterwards. Yeah. Totally fogged in outside and we went, that's okay. We'll, I'll turn the coffee on for now <laughs> and then we'll go afterwards. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, but that we have that, my husband's fully retired and I'm kind of semi-retired. I do my podcast and, you know, I do coaching. Oh, um, okay. And so it's really on my, my schedule. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, nice. yeah. yeah. So it's, it's easier for us than when we were both working full time and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So yeah. And it's, you know, and it's just kind of nice for the two of us to spend some time together. Which is which is also something I think that people need to um, need to look at in their yeah. lives. Yeah, the relationships and yeah, I think you know. I mean, I have two dogs, so they get me out walking. <laughs> you know, so I'm yeah, I'm, I bet I'm, they we, do. <laughs> we average three, four walks a day. So yeah, I uh-huh. spoil them. You know, people who get dogs and put them in their backyard and never walk them. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's reason to get a dog. They shouldn't be yeah. dogs. Well. But, I don't know. There are a lot, hell of a lot of people that are out there walking their dogs when we go out for our walk in the morning. <laughs> where, where, what, where part of the, where are you in? Okay. I live, I, we live um, just north of San Francisco. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 In Marin County, San Rafael. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we, we I, don't get, we don't get the super cold or, although it does get hot here during the summers during the summers yeah 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 but but that's okay that's what air conditioning is for (laughs) (laughs) yeah i hear you so okay well is there anything else that you would like to you know talk about or Mm. or you know i will definitely put your um your website link in the um, in the show notes and, um, um, I mean, you know, nothing too much else. I think we touched on a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, if people want to reach out, um, they can just reach out and we can talk. I do have like a, just a 10, 15 minute consult and, um, mm-hmm. but, um, no, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy to, I'm glad, I'm glad I'm on. And, um, if people got questions, they can definitely reach out and, um, uh, through my website and, and I'll get back to them and, Okay. Um, but yeah, okay. if they're, if they're, you know, like mentioned, if they're looking to get into, uh, fasting or, um, cold therapy or warm therapy mm-hmm. or whatever it is, um, feel free to reach out. Okay. Okay. No, that, that sounds great. Yeah. Cause you have a, a number of different programs, right? Yeah. I mean, can, can my, go through. yeah, I do. I mean, I have my main blue, blue, uh, blueprint blue program, yeah. Yeah, the, but, but yeah, I mean, um, uh, there are a few different other options if people aren't, if that's not for them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you certainly have the, the years of experience to, <laughs> um, to help people. So I think that's, that, that's great. You know, there are a lot of people out there that, that it's kind of like, especially for people our age, you know, you, a 20 year old or a 25 year old just, especially when it comes to physical stuff, 
Mm -hmm. It's just kind of hard to make that connection. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a little bit different as you get up there, but, uh, but, but it's never too late. So. Yeah, no. And I, and I think that's a great message. I think that's a great message as well. Yeah. Cause there are a lot of people that are stuck on their couches these days. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) You know, and, and it sounds like you've got some, some answers to what people can do at home. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I have to always end this with that. um, I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice. If you're having any kind of physical issues or medical issues, please go to your own doctor and or and or the emergency room, whichever is more appropriate for whatever's (laughs) going on. And um, with that, I will say thank you to Brian. And um, thanks, Susan. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It it was uh, very informative. Thank you. You're welcome. And with that, I'll say um, I will talk to all of you next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.